Hello, I'm your host, Gillian Semler. You're listening to Let's Talk, brought to you by Citilets and Arla Property Mart Scotland. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show for the world of property letting, investment, legislation, personal stories and much more. If you want to get in touch, just reach out. Let's Talk at citilets.co.uk. Today, my guest is Colin McMillan, founder and managing director of Glasgow Property Letting, also known as GPL. Morning, Colin. Good morning, Gillian. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for coming in. Now, you founded GPL in 2008. So what led you to starting your own letting agency? I suppose it was um, It's one of these things where people never really tend to go into or choose it as a career. Um, my background was a corporate agency and um, during 2008 there was a massive financial crunch. Um, uh, I was currently working for uh, Knight Frank at the time and then decided we would open up Glasgow Property Letting. Happened kind of overnight. My background's always been in property. I had a portfolio looking after in the West End um, and it was just an evolution from that to set up Glasgow Property Letting. Okay, well, GPL's core value is investing in people. So can you describe in detail why this value is foremost for the company? I think it's important to have people that you trust and are able to be on board with every possible step that you make in the business. Um, the staff I've got are invaluable. Um, long-term staff, they've been there, they know the way I think, they know the way we operate, and the core values, I think, are evident. Now, you've got, well, just mentioning your staff, because um, GPL's got a combined property experience of over 50 years, yep. so tell us a bit more about your staff and, and their backgrounds, too. My... <laughs> Branch manager Michelle O'Donnell is fantastic. She's a stalwart. Um, she's had a, a you know background in property, in the state agency, and previously with um, a major corporate letting agent. Um, she's been with me for a good while, and um, long may that continue. Um, we have a Christine who is a, a background in um, medical. Um, medical sales and she has come on board via Clyde Property and again she is you know fantastic at whittling out you know tenants and dealing with tenant applications etc and Robin has just joined us his background is property auctioneering etc and um, property valuation and he has just come on board which is absolutely fantastic and um, we look forward to offering him a, a development career Great. Well, let's talk about the Glasgow rental market because it's been frenetic Mm -hmm. beyond um, Mm -hmm. any previous experience Mm -hmm. for the city. And we saw from the Citilets quarter two data and also supported by the agents' experiences that supply was few and far between. So what do you think are the reasons for very high demand relative to supply? I think there's a variety of different factors. One factor at the moment is um, students. Students are based in a situation where they've finally been told that they're having to be um, face-to-face learning. So they're suddenly find that they have to find a property. They're now in a position where there's not properties available. So there is a panic mm-hmm. buying you know, epidemic out there. We're also finding out that a lot of landlords are maybe going to try and um, a jump on the bandwagon of the COP26 conference and maybe rent their properties out if they're only wanting um, professional tenants in, then they may want to wait until all the students 
are back at university or college. Um, the COP26 uh, is, is obviously an opportunity for a lot of people to, um, you know, have short-term lets. Um, it's not something that we're ultimately um, uh, dealing with, but there are a lot of people out there who have been touting their properties. Um, and by the time that finishes off, you're going to be kind of putting the long-term market uh, round about, you know, December time, turn of the year, mm -hmm. which is not the best time, obviously. But no. we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that. But there, there is definitely a, a dearth of properties available, good properties. And um, uh, it's, it's just very difficult out there for tenants who are looking to find something. Yes. Well, I mean, given the sales market is also very strong, have you noticed many landlords taking advantage of the situation and kind of exiting the PRS, you know, obviously reducing the supply further? Uh, a, few, a few landlords, I would say, have basically had enough. I think they're looking to exit. Um, but on saying that, my, I'm a firm believer that everybody needs a place to live. There's always demand for rentals in the private rented sector and um, I, I think for every landlord that says that they want to get out there's always a landlord looking or investor looking to get in um, it's very difficult at the moment to you know and I can sympathize with a lot of landlords who make that decision because of all the compliance issues the the possibility of rent control zones and all the rest of it I've been told I think that may well affect in the long term there's also um, you know right um, built to rent properties that are coming in a lot of the bigger companies, John Lewis, TSB, there's a lot of big corporates that are looking to get on the private rented sector through built to rent, mm -hmm. which could affect you know, the private rented sector. Well, Cecilette's quarter three report will be published soon. And to date, it's looking like the time to let for Glasgow properties has again reduced significantly by around about one third this mm -hmm. quarter. Mm -hmm. So tell us, you know, your experience of how quickly properties are moving. Properties are moving exceptionally quickly. Um, you know, we are. We've had two properties recently rented out within a day each in Gosh. a good West End. So that's obviously going to bring the average time scale down. I'm a firm believer that if you get a good property in a good area, you're going to get a good tenant who's going to look after the property better, and you're going to find that tenant quicker than in an area that is maybe outlying or on the perimeter of Glasgow. Um, I. I don't think there's any one reason that you can put a finger on, but you know, I, I think it's it may well slow down. You know, probably by the time students have found their properties and that massive manic rush is finished. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we had some Glasgow agents report to us during quarter two that they experienced continued weakness in the upper end of the market and with their corporate lets in the city centre. Mm -hmm. So did you notice this too? And have you found it starting to level out? I would say the rents are still on the increase for a good quality executive flat. Um, corporate lets, I, I think with the PR, well, with the COP26 conference, that might be maybe skewing things a wee bit because, mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of landlords looking to, you know, as they make hay where the sun shines, um, they may well find that there's issues with that if, you know, whatever happens and COP26 decides that the people are going to pull out or not come because of the pandemic, you might find all these, you know, some properties um, in a position where they're not being able to rent them out. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, well, I mean, Glasgow was the only Scottish city to record positive annual growth across all property types during quarter two. And our recent provisional data mm -hmm. is suggesting that Glasgow's average rents may experience double-digit annual growth, which is kind of unheard of. Mm -hmm. um, how have your properties fared in the past few months? Because we, we have been approached by people who are desperate to find properties, some offering considerably over the rental price to secure a property, which we're we're not entertaining. It's not a it's not an offers over situation. Um, you know, I think if somebody if you put a property on the market and it goes at that price, that's fair enough. Job done. Um, if you're, you know, I think a lot of people might be greedy out there, and they might say, "Well, okay, if they do find that, um, you know, two hundred pound a month over on an eight hundred pound one bedroom flat in the West End, you know, thousand pound is not worth it." But people will pay it because they're desperate. Mm -hmm. Foreign students coming in, again, you know, the fact there's no face-to-face -face or little face-to-face -face viewings of their coming in from abroad. Um, they want to be able to establish a property there, ready to move into as soon as they touch down on the, on the runway. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's turn our attention to the, the potential ramifications of steep rent rises. Mm -hmm. You know, how long do you think it'll be until policymakers act on these rent levels and, and if and when they do, do you think it'll make matters you know, better or worse? I think it depends very much on the area. <clears throat> I think if it's prime West End, city centre, Southside, traditional hotspots in, in the Glasgow market, I think that could be, um, you know, I suppose it's like anybody telling somebody you can only charge X mount for a one bedroom flat, which, you know, unfair competition, I would say. Um, there was a case, I think, that went through the uh, German High Court and they basically deemed it unlawful mm. to bring in rent controls and all the rest of it. But I think there'll be some areas where, yes, I would agree that there should be some diversification of rental prices to help assist people. Mm. Is it a case that Glasgow needs to build more houses to aid rent levels? Um, Surely rent controls are simply addressing the symptoms rather than dealing with the causes. I think there's definitely demand for rental properties. Um, they are building built to rents, um, which seem to be going down very well. Prices are quite high. Um, you know, I think it's just very difficult at the moment for people to or young people to buy property, get on the property ladder. Mm -hmm. um, we always advise you know, any tenants that are there, you know, if you're looking to buy, maybe don't go to the maximum. If your maximum is a thousand, go to 700, 800 and put 200 pound a month diligently away for, you know, saving towards your deposit. If not, you're not going to get that deposit and you're not going to be able to buy a property. Well, you were mentioning Germany earlier. Yep. I mean, do you feel there are any countries or cities in particular throughout the world where rent controls have performed well? Not experienced enough in the international um, trade, but I know areas like Dubai, um, Abu Dhabi uh, are in a position where the, the rents are there. People have to pay potentially a year in advance, you know, and that's accepted. You're not allowed any debt, you know, but that is free market economy. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. can basically rent out whatever you want if you somebody wants to pay it or it's a company that's going to pay that. Um, I think I think as far as the corporate letting sector, I don't I don't think you know I don't think there's as many people 
you know, the days of the BP let, we used to call it, where the BP would just take over the property and deal with it, have long since got. Yeah. You're in a position now where the tenants um, are told to basically find the property themselves or given, you know, a budget towards funding, but it's not as carte blanche as it used to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, to gauge rent levels, GPL use a valuation tool powered by Citilets yep. that uses trusted Citilets data, but it positions the agent as the expert. Mm -hmm. So can you explain more about the benefits to landlords and agents alike? I think the Optilets report, I think, is a, is a tool that we have used for, well, ever since it was first introduced, um, we find it uh, an invaluable tool. Landlords like it because it comes across as very professional and uh, market specific right down to a street postcode or area depends how specific you want to be and I think that does give a lot of landlords um, you know peace of mind that they're getting the right advice to be able to you know make their decision a, as to what agent to use um, and the fact that they're getting the right um, information. Absolutely. Well, look, let's end on a lighter, more personal mm -hmm. note because um, you love your tennis. I do. In fact, I think you still pay, play competitive tennis in the national leagues. Yes, Is that right? we do. Yes. Tell us yes. a bit more. Uh, it's introducing the youth policy. Um, yes, we. I've been playing tennis for you know many years. We're basically in a position where, in the twilight of my tennis career, um, we're now in a position where we're still competing with young younger players, and we're still you know um, pitching on a on a on a, the same level. It's all competitive. It's probably all we all we've got to be able to deal with. But um, my my passion is obviously to bring youngsters through the game yeah. and take over from us but only if they're good enough to do so. <laughs> that challenge. Oh, well, listen, thanks very much, Colin, for coming on. Thank Pleasure. you. Pleasure. Thanks, Gillian. I'm Gillian Semler. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe to the Let's Talk channel on all the usual platforms, including Spotify, iTunes and SoundCloud, as well as on citylets.co.uk forward slash podcasts. And also let your friends know where to find us. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show providing insight into the world of property letting. More information on today's show can always be found on our show notes along with this podcast. If you want to get in touch, just reach out. Let's Talk at citylets.co.uk. Okay.